0: Sunday poor. We are back on a Wednesday night. Come to you. It's the dog days of August. Football. Not quite here yet. Although Hard Knocks did air last night. And uh, did a lot of listening to the fan today. I gotta say, it was was eight hours of Hard Knocks talk.
1: That's all it was. I only heard a little bit, and it it was all i heard was would you rather have daniel jones or aaron Rodgers?" conversation i was like can't listen to this right now uh what was it mostly positive from the jet fan or are people are any is anybody skeptical about where the
0: season's going to be for the jets yeah there's there's a lot of skepticism i would say
1: oh okay I thought I I kind of I kind of was under the impression that they were mostly positive.
0: I would say it's if you had to lean one way or the other, it would be positive. But um, I think the skepticism. Well, let me start here because I went back and watched it tonight before Mm -hmm. the Yankee game started.
1: I saw like I I mean, just for like your reference, like saw I saw like the Sala speech, the crow and the eagle. Horrible. (laughs) <laughs> Why wow, you weren't pumped up for the solid speech?
0: That was a bad best man speech. That was terrible. That's not a football <laughs> guy speech. Uh,
1: maybe it's maybe it's the music or uh, Leav Schreiber trammel. I'm not sure. Something about it though. I think did, it's you, pro- see, did you see
0: Leav Schreiber got off in a helicopter at a Jets Camp?
1: <laughs> no, I didn't. Damn. That's how that's the heart of the show right there
0: I think so. I think it was a missed opportunity though because he was wearing just like normal clothes mm-hmm. He should have been wearing a black suit It's a missed opportunity.
1: You and I identify him mostly as Ray Donovan and secondarily as as the voice of hBO sports <laughs> yeah where it's probably like one in one a. Is that, are those his most, what are his real most noticeable, most known roles?
0: Oh man, he He was in Scream. Oh wow, yeah, that's
1: right. He was just in Wes Anderson's like latest.
0: Yeah, I mean, he he hasn't been, I mean, he's been in, I guess, a decent amount of shit, but not like,
1: he's really been the
0: star too much.
1: He's been around for a long time.
0: I think those are his two biggest things, though. 24-7, Hard Knocks, you know, the voice of HBO, and then uh, no. Ray Donovan. No.
1: no. The top four on IMDb are Spotlight, which I forgot he was in. That's the movie. Okay. The Priests. Uh, the Manchurian Candidate, the Denzel one. Um, he was in X-Men Orig- Origins, Wolverine. And the, uh, the fourth ones, he directed something called "Everything Is Illuminated."
0: That's IMDb, though I don't know. And he people more, more people know him from Ray Donovan than Spotlight. I would say I'm
1: just, it's known for. I don't know if it goes by the rankings or what, but that's what it's. It's just it's just listed as known for. Okay. Oh, he was in. A, he was in another Wes Anderson movie. I didn't know that, and a few of them actually.
0: He was in that Larry David movie, Claire History. Straight to
1: HBO. Yep. Well, it was an HBO movie.
0: Right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so.
1: I'm going to say we're probably in the minority to be honest with you. He's been in a lot of shit.
0: Has he really been like the lead though? Like Ray Donovan, he's the guy.
1: Yeah, but Ray Donovan's a show on Showtime. It's not like it's even HBO or like a mainstream network.
0: Yeah, I it was just weird seeing him get off a helicopter like in a wrinkled button-down shirt and yeah, like is, yeah. old kind of old man glasses.
1: Yeah, I wonder what he identifies with like personally the most.
0: Uh well he's an actor so he's gonna like say I love all my rules.
1: <laughs> I hope <laughs> I hope it's hard knocks.
0: It might be. I mean, he's been doing it for that's his longest gig, been twenty years, right? He
1: he did twenty four seven in Creed, <laughs>
0: which is awesome. Yeah, I mean,
1: that yeah. is. I do get when I see him in Creed. I hear him in Creed. I do get fired up. It is awesome.
0: Oh no, he's he's the voice. He's the big game voice. Yeah, yeah, that's,
1: that's yeah. I know for you and me, it would have been great for him to get off in. Maybe carrying a baseball bat or something.
0: Just a, little, just a suit would have been nice.
1: Yeah, collar shirt and black suit. <laughs> uh,
0: so, yeah, Liam showed up at practice. Uh, Method Man was there.
1: Okay.
0: He was talking to the team a little bit. Has uh, Method Man's speech is see... better
1: than Solid Speech? I
0: don't remember what Method Man said, but yes, I'm sure it was. <laughs> uh who West else man talks there? you listen right of course uh let's see they showed tiki was there he was probably there for the fan though that's somebody's really celebrity i think oh jason are. garrett was there okay as uh, a as a
1: fan of the team or working
0: i'm not sure was he with nbc now jason garrett
1: oh that's right he sits there at halftime with tony dungy and looks confused
0: yeah, yeah. he's just, like, grinning and shit looks like a Jack o' Lantern. <laughs> like one of those white pumpkins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. There you go. That's Jason Garrison's nickname. It's the white pumpkin. <laughs> the
0: white pumpkin. <laughs> the pale pumpkin. Uh yeah. So Sala, All right. So this is my so Sala was getting dragged on on the fan today. Really?
1: Okay. All right.
0: Lakata is like ripping them all day. Uh, saying like, you know, Rogers is too much of like the alpha there. Like Sal is more like just being like boys with, with everybody. He's a little too, um, a little too worried about, uh, it's not like an authoritative figure, Salah, the way you look at some other, co- no presence about him. Okay. Wow. Oh, wow. All right. And then I heard, I heard whoever was doing the afternoon today was you know, the, 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 the main guys are on vacation. Uh, they were kind of like implicating, like, they were kind of saying the same thing. Like, how about how Salah weren't so sure about it? Because, like, in the NFL, like, quarterback, head coach, quarterback, head coach, you need those two things, and they think they have the quarterback and they're not sure about the head coach. I, when I hear Salah talk, yeah, it's okay. You look at the guy, and it's like Alpha Dog, you know. Coolest guy in the room, like oh you know, s- starting the quarterback on the, the three sport guy, like that. You just look at him and it's like he's the guy. But then when he talks, he's kind of a fucking dweeb.
1: So you think the people who are behind? I went into s- it,
0: I didn't want to agree with like everybody today, but yeah. then when I I was like, I gotta watch this and see. The speech is like the open of the episode, and I was like, I know, this guy kind of stinks. I don't know. It's not <laughs> not, a, not a foot. He doesn't come off as a foot. Like He's like, when you see him on the sideline, like, rah, rah. The guy looks like he could go. Like, he looks like if you are going to have, you know, a battle royal, royal rumble, NFL coaches, he might be the number one pick. I yeah. have to think there's probably a few guys.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. Then you hear him talk, and he, he's very – He's very nice, like, and I heard I've heard Beningo say this, another fan guy, uh, in the past, talk about how Salah could be too nice, and this is the first time where I actually saw it because my only impression of Salah is on the sidelines. Like, I don't, I've never really seen him in the wild Mm -hmm. per se. Hmm. I I hate to like, uh, you know, agree with the masses, but uh, I don't know about this guy. So like I'm not
1: a solid gut believer. He's had get he some bonehead moves last year. I'm not quite sure he's the guy to take it to the next level. And now I'm hearing this from some from you're saying from the fan, from callers that like maybe he doesn't quite have it, and from you doesn't quite have it. Yeah. Are people still holding on to like his reputation from San Francisco? You think people who kind of believe in him? It's like this is. Like a guy who had a lot of success in San Fran. Right, San Fran, right? Did I had that right. Yep. He had yeah. a lot of success in San Fran. And they, they believe in that still. Like is that what's going on here? Like do like who the are the believers in Sala?
0: Woody Johnson? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean Nathaniel Woody, Hackett. That's a
1: great swing, John Carlo, you fucking loser. I, I fucking hate Giancarlo Stanton so much. I hate him. I take the rest of the season off. He probably will. He probably hurt himself on that
0: swing. I think he started now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know who the salad guys are. I mean, this is clearly if there was ever a make or break year, it's this year. And I would say, I would even say, if they're like two and four, he can get fired.
1: Yeah, it would. It'd be glaring because I mean, just with the team they've put, they've brought in the quarterback, they've brought in the, the guys they surrounded him with. It would be glaring if it's his fault why they're losing. It would be obvious and it would be glaring. It would be ugly, mm. and he's would have you'd have to go. That's that's enough's enough. You cannot. Rogers isn't there to build. He's there to win. You know. Um, interesting because Rogers off to slow starts the past few years. They have another great inning by the Yanks. Uh, they have the Packers didn't get off to great starts uh, the past few years. Even like his MVP year, he didn't get off to a great start. I don't think. Uh, so be interesting. He, he seems everybody's always oh, he's happy. He's ever been, he's in a different place now, different team He's where he wants to be. He's been going to Broadway shows. He's been going to Knicks games. He's been, uh, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift concerts. He's doing, he, he did the whole, uh, uh hallucinogen uh, conference or other fuck with Jaden Smith. So, you know, he's doing like everything he wants to do. He's finally, he found himself right. Uh, but I mean what does that have to do? I mean what get in the field is that gonna mean anything or is that just everybody's narrative for this guy before taking a snap?
0: I think it's just a narrative. I think talk is cheap I, I I gotta see it i I uh yeah I with Roger I mean the whole episode was basically Rogers. It was like if the if the episode was an hour it was forty five minutes like just a fluff piece on Rogers. Well, so everything, everything's great in Jetland. That,
1: that is what okay, that is what Hard Knocks does. It makes everything seem kind of great. They have a couple, they have some things that are not controversial, but you know, they have the cuts and stuff like that.
0: And Which they're other, not doing this year. They're
1: not Oh, Salah didn't like that, right? Yeah. Nice so um, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> too nice. It's part, of the, it's part of the game, man. Um yeah, what was I gonna say? Salah. Salah. Rangers, cuts. Cuts. Oh, and that's just part. And then, like every episode, that they'll focus on a, whatever, a, a player or three players, whatever, that bounce back and forth. So Rogers had to be the focus in at least one of the episodes. You know, he's, he's the new guy in town, I'm sure. Probably oh, yeah. This was plenty, plenty more Rogers, Rogers, but they'll do like Sauce Gardner will get his time. Uh, this guy gets his time. They'll, they'll be all over the place.
0: Sauce got a little shine in this one. He, he graduated uh, from the University of Cincinnati, apparently with Nick Van Exel.
1: Wow, Nick's a little bit little behind, and Sauce is a little ahead. Okay, <laughs> good. good for them. Well, I, Sauce, I yeah, I mean, awesome.
0: I think Sauce, awesome. yeah, they, it was. I mean, it was recently too because they were showing it, and him and Nick Van Exel were having a conversation. I was like, "Whoa, Nick Van Exel!"
1: That's not where Van Exel went to college, though, is it? Like, play? Did he play there?
0: It was weird. I saw him with a cap and gown. I don't remember Nick Van Exel Cincinnati either, but I'll do my research right now. Yeah during the show and see where nick van exel went
1: on the other hand i mean what saw scotter gonna use the degree for
0: uh influence on children i think he said on the youth okay oh he did go to cincinnati he went he went to trinity valley community college then he transferred to cincinnati
1: did he make a tournament
0: do you remember Mm, i bet you he did uh he may have been on a really good Cincinnati team that made a run. I want to say,
1: Ben Axel Cincinnati teams.
0: College basketball. He was earning his third team All American honors as a senior. How did he not graduate? Why was, I mean, he was wearing a cap and gown. Is it possible he was just a uh, speaker or something? Yeah, it could it have been. Like, like an it looked honorary, like he was walking, yeah.
1: though. Could have been like an honorary thing. It could have been he's just a part of the ceremony, you know. As a uh, famous alumnus?
0: Uh, they lost to the Fab Five. Fab Five? Fab Five? Yeah. Ow, now, brown cow. <laughs> they. Oh, okay. So they lost to the Fab Five in the uh, Final Four.
1: Jesus, that's a run. Yeah, that's a run. That is a run, yeah. <laughs> Not only did he make a tournament, he had a very notable tournament. Jesus. Who else was on that team besides Van Exel?
0: Uh, let's see, I don't have that one in front of me. Exactly.
1: So it's like ninety. 90-
0: Huggins. Huggins was 93? the coach of that team. 92? 92. Oh, man.
1: Cincinnati in 92. Who else, was Who else besides Van Exel was on that team? Jesus.
0: Uh, let's see. I'll do a little Wikipedia.
1: There's going names I know. There's at least two other names I know on that team, I'm sure.
0: think? I don't, I don't know. know. Since he's kind of a nondescript...
1: I don't know. The early early nineties, it's kind of my wheelhouse basketball.
0: Uh Corey Blunt.
1: Yep, there's one. He's a bull.
0: Is this the team that made it? 92 93. Let's see if Van Exel was on this team. Yeah, it is Van Exel. Corey Blunt. He's the only other NBA or Corey Blunt.
1: What was the starting five?
0: Uh looks like there was an Eric Martin on the team. Curtis Bostic, Alan Jackson. I don't know any of these names.
1: No, nothing's ringing a bell. All right, well, took took the under.
0: Good coaching job by Huggins. Uh, let's see, leading score had to be him, right? Yeah, Van Axel, 18.3. Eric Martin, whoever that is, second, and then Corey Blunt. All right, man. Uh, yeah, maybe he didn't graduate. Maybe he was just a speaker or something. He was wearing the he was wearing the fucking he was wearing all the gear. Yeah, he's a, whatever
1: famous alumnus.
0: He was the head speaker.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Degrees are great and all, but. It's so, so it's so Gardner. So well, you know, what
0: if he? Uh, what I guess he'd be a
1: teacher or something.
0: If he has like a Demar Hamlin situation, he has to stop playing, and then
1: good to have a backup.
0: Maybe he just did it for hard knocks.
1: <laughs> could be, and sometimes a lot of time, you know, a lot of times there's like you know, first one in the family to go to college, if it's a big deal, uh, to graduate. So it could be one of those things.
0: And even, and even if his football career did fall apart, I meaning just go get a job on TV or something.
1: TV with the team, like I feel like there's a lot of opportunities for those guys. They don't all take them though, but like Roger Staubach, for example. It was made like what a billion dollars in real estate or something yeah so um, like once
0: you have once you're like a any you know if any sort of big name in sports like you're set you have a job somewhere doing something in you know, that field
1: you know who's doing real estate now who's that mystics own matt harvey
0: was what, what is he a realtor
1: like commercial real estate yeah yeah, he, I could see him doing that. <laughs> that's, yeah. And well, anything that's like face to face with people you, and you have a name like that, that you could also do. That's another way to make a living. It's like if you're recognizable, especially like a guy like Harvey, who's recognizable in that area. Yeah. Like you're famous from the area. It's like you kind of, you kind of just, you know, you went off, you did your thing, you played for the Mets, floundered for a couple of years. Um killed somebody and then you go you go sell commercial real estate, you could just kinda of put your flag down in East Lyme or whatever the fuck it is.
0: Did he kill somebody?
1: No, but wasn't he uh in that wasn't he in that uh the overdose thing?
0: There oh, player, I don't
1: know. been a player O D and he was he was called to question because he was like he didn't supply uh, him with it, but he also did The it. guy for
0: the Angels? Yeah. Oh, I forgot. I don't know if he was involved in that or not.
1: I mean, I know he testified. If I forget under what compa, I don't think he was tried for anything. He didn't actually kill anybody.
0: Yeah, I guess uh, as soon as you testify, you're kind of guilty by association. Yeah,
1: something fucked up happened.
0: Yeah, you don't want to testify in a murder, overdose, murder, no. or any sort of no manslaughter.
1: Yeah, but I guess he dealt with what you got from like a pitching coach or a trainer or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. That
0: guy got arrested.
1: Yeah. So I, th- I think Harvey had like dealt with the guy as well because he had done the same shit. So
0: Yeah.
1: Uh But yeah, then you come back home and you kind of plant your flag in your hometown. And then you're like, Oh yeah. Returning hero, Matt Harvey, go buy a fucking Taco Bell from him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt Harvey. I could see him selling used cars more than commercial real estate. But. Oh, yeah. He'd be great used car salesman. That would be the next stage. You
1: would still be doing drugs in the bathroom, I'm sure, and between <laughs> customers.
0: Yeah. Off the dashboard.
1: <laughs> Get in and dusting off the front. They got this little. <laughs> those maintenance guys.
0: Um. So, yeah, that covers Salah. Uh, Nate Hackett. Has completely reinvented himself. He's got like a goatee and shit. I didn't even recognize him. He looks like a different guy. He looks like he's in the witness protection.
1: <laughs> yeah, he should be, yeah. It, nobody it shouldn't want to be seen in public after what he did last year.
0: Right. It's like my blue heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny Antonucci. <laughs> uh
1: that's also it could also backfire. Who the Giants coached that a couple years ago? Uh, what the fuck's his name? Did it? He, he came into camp with like slick back hair.
0: Oh, with McAdoo?
1: A yeah, the suit like three times too big. Like a goofball.
0: Do you think that that may actually be a good move from a solid perspective? If the team gets off to a bad start and the struggles are on the offensive side of the ball, people are going to point to the worst head coach ever, who's now your <laughs> offensive coordinator. <laughs> Instead of the head coach, yeah, it's a little bit of deflection.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe he isn't too nice. Maybe he just comes off as too nice. Like, oh, look at him giving Nathaniel Hackett another chance. He's friends with uh, friends with uh, Rogers. Let him, you know, try and rebound after last year. But in his back of his mind, he's playing chess. It's like it's all going to go on him if Rogers throws three picks week one.
0: What are you going to do? Fire me and make him the head coach?
1: Yeah, (laughs) that that is not an option. Yeah, that is one hundred percent not an option.
0: Mm, so maybe, yeah, maybe smarter than he looks. He can't fire Salah. It's always the offensive coordinator, I feel like, that takes over. Sometimes yeah. DC, but mm-hmm. usually it's offensive guy. Yep. Defensive uh-huh. coordinator yelled at a few guys. I saw that was interesting.
1: Who's their D coordinator?
0: I, I don't know. It's no one. It's a younger guy, I think. Okay. Uh, but he yelled uh, at a few guys.
1: I mean, the Yankee season ends like six times a week. Oh, yeah if you watch if you watch every game it's like it's just always ending it's, there's ne- yeah there's a there's never a real glimmer of hope it's just they win a game it's all right maybe is that the first of seven in a row <laughs> <It's> <laughs> just, yeah smoked
0: <laughs> yeah it's just it's always taking on water so it's over
1: yeah it's over again' It'll be over again next Thursday when we record <laughs> well yeah uh, uh okay i that's football is in the air it's good that football is making its way we're it's not quite i'm not quite there yet but
0: no i mean it's august what is today august 8th 9th, 9th, 9th yeah 8th, and 9th. The, what's the the openers on the 8th i think
1: or a month away yeah it's With good a opener. it's good to have it I like that there's an opener, but it's not a great game.
0: It's, uh, I don't know, it's it's a very strange feel. I think I've been away the last few years.
1: No, uh, it is. It, it definitely is It's different. It's a strange feel. It's more, that's a night where it's not even really about the game. It's just about that it's happening. And it's not really a spectacle because it's not like the Super Bowl where there's all kinds of shit going on.
0: It is kind of the the preseason Super Bowl. Where it's more about the fucking all the nonsense, and yeah. they got you know concerts before the game. They go to some undisclosed location.
1: Oh yeah, it's true. They do have concerts. For the game. They That's do. Really, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. I'm sure
0: you know NFL Network. The pregame show will start at noon that day. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: It's. It's yeah. It's very true. It is. It's more about the pomp and circumstance. But I'm I'm all in for them, So.
0: And this year it's Chiefs Lions.
1: All in for. Her. And the, and the I mean the Yanks, if they they play, you know, be back and forth. You'll be flipping if there's important baseball games on. Like you will always be flipping. It's not like you're, you know.
0: It's a flip uh, job.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not like you're locked into on Thursdays. First Thursday.
0: No, the, it's not like uh it's not like Amazon Prime Jaguars Titans. <laughs> Color rush. So that. now,
1: so next next time you catch Hard Knocks will be by chance, or are you like you're gonna tune in, same bad time, same bad channel.
0: Uh, well, I say I DVR'd it, which is how I was able to watch it today. Um, which is how I watched it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep DVRing it. I I I gotta admit, like I sh- once the Yankee game started, I had like 15 minutes left in the episode, and I shut it off to start the game. Then the game started, and I was like, I'm just going to go back and watch the Final 15. This game sucks. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I I get kind of bored by hard knocks. It's just not – I've never been – I've just never been a huge hard knocks guy. I remember watching the beginning, uh, Baltimore Ravens 01, when they were coming off the, the uh, Super Bowl. So it's over 20 years ago now. I remember watching now in a little bit. Like the Cowboys, Dave Campo as the coach. Those are like the first couple, I think.
1: How many episodes are there?
0: five, six, five? I think there's at least four. I think five, though.
1: I think just as a football fan, you don't. I don't think you're expected to watch all of them. I think it's just you catch it when you catch it, and that's it.
0: I've yeah, I've never. This is this is one of the first times I think I've ever watched on a DVR. Usually, it's just like oh, it's. Which it's I'm not, not even gonna... like I don't even watch it live. It's like I'll catch it like Thursday at 10, like re airing on HBO Two.
1: Yeah. 20 exactly. minutes. Yeah, I think that's usually what you're what you're supposed to do. I think that's the point of Hard Knocks.
0: Right. It's not
1: But I mean, like one, you know, you, you listen to all these calls and the fan, you got Rogers, the big storyline. I mean Tuning in to see the first one it makes sense, anyway. A- and with this,
0: and with the state of baseball, they're going to be talking hard knocks every was when oh, every Dude. every Wednesday they're going to be it's going to be wall to wall hard knocks, no baseball. The diehard
1: Jet fan, you, it doesn't matter. I mean, you, you know, you know the whole thing. It's Jets. Usually, they're a Mets fan. It doesn't matter if you're Mets fan, Nikki fan, Red Sox fan, you're and you're a Jets fan. That's where your focus is right now.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear one. I wasn't locked in, but everything I heard today, I didn't I hear one baseball call, one baseball point made today.
1: Good for the Yankees. <laughs> where do you where do you stand on the would you rather have Rogers or Dan? I mean, it's a ridiculous conversation to have, but they 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 did it. Uh Rogers or Daniel Jones for your team. I mean,
0: is it for 10 years or is it for the next two?
1: Yeah, they were kind of they kind of said for the next. To, to, to kind of go forward with, uh, which that's an argument. If you're making an argument, that's an argument for Daniel Jones. Like you put that stipulation in there, like, of course, it's Daniel Jones because he's got a longer window. Like it doesn't pan out next two years, maybe the third years when he'll break out again. Um, he's younger, he's athletic, whatever. But let's say the two years, who'd you rather have for those two years? Would you rather have Rogers for age 40, 41 or – whatever he is, or would you have Dan Jones for 24, 25, whatever he
0: is? Two years, I would take Rodgers. I think I'd be forced to take Rodgers.
1: Yeah, if you had to win now.
0: Which the Jets have to – well, not that Rodgers they have to win now, but, I mean, you know, they brought in all this young talent. Mm-hmm. They bring in all Rogers' boys, right? Cobb is there, and Lazard is there. It's yeah. like he got to win now. So yeah, it's yeah. got to be Rogers for two years, unless yeah. he looks like he's unless he looks ancient. Then it's like, oh, maybe I don't want this guy. There is a possibility that it's just a you know the wheels come off.
1: Yeah, that's why I was shocked. Like I said before, we started talking about people's optimism. Because I, I thought like a lot of people were optimistic about Rogers coming here, or just maybe, maybe it was just they're looking at the bright side of things. And it's easy to look optimistic in August, but you know that's why I was, I was surprised because it's an older quarterback. This is we they've done this, they've been down this road before, and has not worked out for him with um, a legendary quarterback. So yeah, and if
0: they get off to a bad start, it's going to be the coaching staff that gets dragged. I think he's going to get a little bit of a. Well, you pass at least nice. at first?
1: Yeah, you're not gonna, you're not gonna give up on Rodgers, you
0: know, at Halloween. No, especially with you know, Zach Wilson back in the mug.
1: No, no, Rodgers is playing the full season. I mean, there's, there's no way he's being benched.
0: That's no, no, that's not gonna happen. I could see him getting hurt though. He is old.
1: He didn't get hurt a lot though. He had that one injury, uh, the shoulder thing with the Bears slam. Into yeah,
0: the there. he's had a few injuries though. Yeah, he's had a few. That he's was the, some time.
1: That was the most serious one, all right?
0: That was the most serious one, I think. And speaking of getting off to a bad start, they play the Bills Week One. Yep. The and that's I think that's Monday Night Nine Eleven. Oof. Geez. The Bills, it, like the Bills, I feel like are gonna use this as like. They're going to use this as like revenge porn watching hard knocks. They're just going to be this, they're going to get all hot and like hot and bothered watching this. They're just, I think they're going to use this as motivation. Just get angry and angrier and angrier. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking about because, like, obviously, hard knocks, their job is to hype up whoever it is. I mean, the Lions got hyped up last year and they started one and seven, finished nice, but they were one and seven, and everyone yeah. was convinced, you know, everyone is convinced, all oh, this team, this looks like the best team ever. So I feel like the Bills are going to use that as, like, everyone's talking about them. No one's talking about us. Yeah. I'm just so saying, you- I might like, the Bills week one? I don't know yet.
1: I'm um, Now, I'm, I'm kind of curious who the Hard Knocks draft pick is going to be, like, who everybody, whoever he's, like, sleeper from Hard Knocks is going to be. They see some, like, fourth-string receiver have a great camp, and he goes in, like, the eighth round.
0: Yeah. I can't mm. wait.
1: It always happens.
0: McCall Hardman is a Jet now.
1: There's, yeah, there's, I mean that he is always a flyer. That guy's always p- riding somebody's bench.
0: Right, this guy just knows how to link himself to big time quarterbacks.
1: No, I mean, he's always riding some somebody's in fantasy's bench.
0: That's what I know. That's what yeah. I'm saying. If you, you link if you, yourself to a big quarterback. start,
1: if you start him though, you're in trouble.
0: Bills are favored by a point in that game. Monday night.
1: Yeah, the Bills can lay an egg, though. That's the thing. I mean, in the first game of season, so another reason to toss up, but Bills just can lay an egg.
0: Right. And they're one of those teams that they're like, everyone expects them to take a step back. Are they going to? We don't know. Might.
1: It's possible. What's the case for them taking a step back? Are they they lose anything big?
0: Um, I just I think it's just so hard to you know, sustain success in the NFL. It's like they've had how many three straight years where they were kind of knocking at the door? They lost to the Chiefs twice, and then they lost to the Bengals last year. So that's three in a row. I think people just and they, and they fizzled a little bit down the stretch. I don't know how much of that was due to Hamlin.
1: Yeah, yeah, tough to... They kind
0: of fizzled. They put like, shit in that playoff game against the Dolphins, against Thurston quarterback, and then
1: the got robbed the by the Bengals. The Hamlin thing c- comes up a lot from last year. It took a lot out of them. Um, I don't know if it's actually true or not. Could be. It could be. Could be. Um, yeah, I don't
0: know. I, they, could, they might take a step back, but... I. Only because it's so hard to just keep winning, like, however, whatever they've been winning, 12 11, games, 12, 12, 13 11 games.
1: games yeah, but if Josh Allen really is, uh, you know, one of the guys, he'll so find a way. Like, well, you know, Mahomes finds a way to win his division every year.
0: Right. Is he Mahomes, though? That's the thing.
1: I would say that. If he is, then he will.
0: <laughs> yeah. Not- Yeah. Oh, All right, man.
1: All right, we got a couple minutes left. So I I just want to get this out of the way, just so you know, we're wrapping it up. But, I mean, can you go into Chicago and take two out of three from the fucking White Sox? They just sold half their team. Part
0: Which of the should... team went to us. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and, he talking,
1: and he was talking about how terrible the. The culture was in Chicago. Yeah. How nice it was to have a different culture in the Yanks.
0: This culture looks awesome today. (laughs) I wish we had this culture.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. What culture can I be in that wins two out of three in the series? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, man. It's that's ugly. The the whole thing with Severino today, starting him off, uh, giving him a caddy there of an opener. Yeah. I mean I get like wanting to shake it shake it up. I why only the two why only the one inning? That feels like not really even an opener. An opener should at least try and get through two. Like shake yeah. it up just shake up but like that's that's kind of half assing
0: shaking it up. And probably then, looked at it as like the he didn't want to he did not want him to face the top of the order, probably.
1: Oh well good that day. First he gave up a double. To the four hitter or to the five hitter
0: and then a bomb to the eight hitter yeah and
1: then a bomb yeah no but what moncada let off with a double off him. yeah unbelievable uh he's getting crushed and there's no way around it coney thinks he's tipping his pitches uh Kony also said right before the double, he's like you know hopefully he had he got he's motivated by this tonight because he's not happy about it and the next pitch was ripped
0: he wasn't happy about
1: having to, having a starter for him.
0: Oh, uh, dude! I mean, do you know, you realize how fortunate you are to even <laughs> be pitching?
1: Yeah, you should be sending a edible arrangement to Carlos Rodon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Who's, uh,
1: I, who who actually might have had a similar performance and might need an opener at some point when, when he comes back.
0: Did you have a problem with the fans uh booing Rodon as he was walking off? Uh
1: no. I mean, if he wants look, he he let you know it's it's him versus us and he wants to blow kisses to the crowd, That he's opened himself up. He's opened himself up that that's where people will be starting their memory with Carlos Rodon. Is that blowing a kiss? So if he sucks <laughs> from here on out, he's like, All right, you blew a kiss, I'm gonna fucking blow you a kiss. Sick of you know, give him the one finger salute.
0: Yeah, I didn't have a problem with it. Only because it's like you're booing injuries. I don't fucking care. Me neither. I don't, and I don't consider a hamstring like that real of an injury. Yeah. I feel like you didn't. You didn't stretch.
1: He was throwing today. He could have been back. He could be back already. He didn't want to go in the DL, so he's fine.
0: As soon as he said that, I was like, he's going on the DL.
1: <laughs> well, he said it today again too. I think. Or maybe it was can an we'll, old
0: interview, but yeah,
1: maybe it was can, an yeah, because he because it was, he was
0: after the game. He said, "Oh, I don't see it being a problem. I'm not going in the aisle or whatever." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, you are."
1: He threw it today though, so but he still will come off for like fifteen days or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, yep, yeah. he'll be ready for October twenty twenty six. That's what they're that's what they're prepping for. They're prepping they're prepping for the day that never
1: comes. He's got a tea time October second already. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got to take a quick break. I'll be right back. All right, I just got to show you it's not all like fire and brimstone might talk baseball. You saw Michael Lorenzen's no no tonight. Hmm. I did. 124 pitches. Rob Thompson really let him let him loose, let him go. Also, in the night, there was a kid making his MLB debut. I guess he'd been the minors for a long time. West, West something? Weston, maybe? I forget his name. But his first at bat was a home run.
0: What team was this? The Phillies. Oh, all right. So he was like batting
1: seventh. His first at bat was a home run. Then uh, Castellanos said his 199th and 200th home runs in the same game. And then the kid threw a no hitter, and like his mom and his his first game, his first game in Philly since getting traded. Second game for him, first game in at home. His mom and his and his wife were there like, his baby. It was it was like it was an awesome scene. If you haven't seen it, yeah? It mean, I, I was on live over here, so I had like the uh, made use of the of the package. Threw it off. Yeah, I last saw.
0: Minute. I saw it on MLB Network. I saw the highlights. Yeah, uh, I didn't realize the kid was a career minor leaguer making his first start, though. Uh, yeah, I don't know how long
1: they I, the actual broadcast it was. I forget the guy, the, the play-by-play guy, but it's him and Kruck. And they they bring they bring Lorenzen up. Like afterwards, they have the on-field interview. Whatever he's talking to him in the headphones. The first thing the fucking play-by-play guy says, he goes. Goes, uh, yeah, we know you lost your dad a long time ago. How do you think he'd feel about this? I'm like Jesus Christ! Like, what's with the oh. announcers doing this? Bring up the worst part of somebody's life. Like, let off with that. That's his first question. I,
0: yeah, well, yeah, you know, he's into that one. Well,
1: the the thing, the first thing he said was, "We were watching your. We had fun watching your mom the whole night because she was like freaking out, right? Like, not in a bad way, not like embarrassing way." But she yeah. was like just nervous, you know? So they had a camera on her all the whole time. I just saw that inning, but they had the camera on her the whole time. And said, we've been watching your mother all night, which is a weird thing to say, first of all. And then said, and then said the thing about the dad. I'm like, Jesus, man. Like, what? That's the second time that's happened. Remember on Mother's Day? They asked a the guy about his mother on the live broadcast. Oh, my
0: God. Which one was that? I don't remember that.
1: I forget. I forget. It was a it was a national game or something. I forget who the right fielder was. I oh, It was ESPN Sunday night. I think it was Ravage did it. Actually, now that I'm talking through it. it, might have been Ravage that did it. It was. I think it was Mother's Day. Maybe it was Father's Day. And they're like, "Oh yeah, you you lost your parent recently. Like, how does it make this I- day different?
0: <laughs> like Jesus, <Christ. laughs> how, that? Yeah, how, how was that? Yeah. How's that for?
1: How's that for you?
0: <laughs> how about that, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah." <laughs> uh,
1: yeah it was it was brutal the guy, the guy couldn't say anything for like a good few seconds he's like I oh, he got me emotional then finally moved out of the interview i got him all choked up actually what happened was they doused him with power read, and that was uh that's kind of broke it up a little bit
0: yeah as the God. phillies play-by-play now so trying to be oprah he's <laughs> trying to have like a br- breaking interview
1: shattering the kid on like the best night of his life incredible <laughs> Incredible sabotage. It's brutal. Uh yeah, but Kruk is Kruk is he's a goofball, but he's great though. I don't, yeah, he's I don't, Kruk. I don't know how I don't know about listening to him for 162, but he's good to 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 check in on there once in a while. I feel like
0: he needs is there a third guy in the booth or is is Kruk the end all
1: I think it's just the
0: two of them. Mm, he could use another analyst in there, I think, Kruk.
1: He's not bad. I gotta, I gotta hear him for like a, you know, a longer time. I think I heard him once last year too, when they were on uh, Peacock last year.
0: So I heard yeah, he's he's John Crock, basically. That's that's all. You know what I mean? He is what he is. He's no not pulling any punches.
1: No, it's very true. He's uh, he, very much. He's, what you see is what you get with him. Yeah, and what he's he's a. Baseball lifer in a goofball, that's it. But not a
0: not in a bad way though. Yeah,
1: Tom McCarthy is the uh,
0: oh okay play by play guy. He used to do the Mets games on the when radio. Tom, Tom
1: McCarthy did Mets games.
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: Did he like split it with, with uh, Howie? Yeah, that's what Howie does now.
0: I think so. Yeah, I think McCarthy it was half and half. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, he's not bad, McCarthy.
1: Kruck, I forgot Kruck was in the fan. <laughs> the movie, Kruk, the fan.
0: Yeah, he's a giant, right? Isn't he on the team?
1: Is he a giant? I don't know if he's giant or like an away player.
0: Uh, it's possibly he's an away player. I feel like he's in the in the game where it's raining.
1: Nice. That's awesome. he, may be,
0: he, may be one of, he may be at bat in that game.
1: He may get, You think he got it at bat, you said?
0: <laughs> I think he may have gotten it at bat, yeah.
1: <laughs> he finished with a 300 batting average.
0: Decent player. And his last at bat, right? Wasn't it a hit? And he just walked off. Walked off, off yeah,
1: Walked off. I don't think that was a get 300. I think he just decided, like, next time we
0: got hit, he was going to walk off. Yeah, I think he just had enough.
1: Yeah, I don't think that was a Jose Reyes situation.
0: Like nah. shooting for the
1: number. <laughs> he's, he's a character on the field, too, Crocker. But yeah, batted 300 100 home runs and 1,200 games.
0: That was it. Yep. When did he. How old was he when he retired? He wasn't that old, right? He was still in his 30s.
1: Selected in 81. Uh, he retired.
0: 34. Wow. Jesus. Uh, he knew, you know, he didn't want to hang on. Think about what that career batting average would have been if he
1: Be hung, hung on, on for yeah, four or five been, more years. Yeah, it would been 270.
0: Yeah. Wouldn't <laughs> look as impressive. <laughs> no, wouldn't him. Guy had likes great, nice crowd numbers.
1: Had a great year in 93 when they went to the World Series.
0: Yep. Was and he, was a, he was a three-time All-Star, three years in a row.
1: Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah, that was... All on Philly. He had a nice career. The famous, the famous one Randy Johnson buzzed him, and he switched over to the right side. In the All-Star game, Randy Johnson buzzed oh, him. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then Kruk put his helmet on backwards and stood in the other batter's box. He didn't want to face him lefty.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that Shrug may have out. been... Uh... Not the Camden Yards one, Is that in Baltimore. Maybe. It says that he had acting roles in. Oh, it says the fan. Then it said the Sandlot, but it's like one of the sequels he was in. Ugh, gross. I was like, he wasn't in the Sandlot. I, just, <laughs> I read it. I read it quick. He was in one of the. He was in one of the Sandlot sequels.
1: Speaking of sports movies, you saw the director of Blue Chips died.
0: No, I didn't. Who was the director of Blue Chips?
1: Uh, how you pronounce his last name? David Friend something. But he did like The Exorcist. He had a crazy career, man. His piece oh, of work. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: I did see that. I didn't realize he did Blue Chips though.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, he same guy
0: know. did French Connection.
1: Yep, same guy did French Connection. That's an incredible resume. I had no idea he did those movies also.
0: I've Mount, Mount
1: seen the French Connection. I never saw Exorcist, I don't think.
0: Uh, Exorcist is fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> Exorcist is wild. What was the last time you saw
1: The Exorcist?
0: Uh, I think I watched it this past Halloween. Wow. It's on, it's on HBO Max. Wow. It's the first freak, time in a while.
1: Freak you out still?
0: Uh, maybe not quite as much, but cause I saw it as a kid, pretty young. Hmm. Man. uh but it's still pretty there's a few scenes that it doesn't matter how many times you see them, or you brace yourself you're like it's just it's fucked up
1: it's not yeah. does it doesn't feel like because i'm not like i'm not a huge horror fan like i don't mind horror mm-hmm. so i just don't choose to watch a lot of it um it it's not like um shit what was i gonna fucking say or oh, does it feel like like bad to watch that shit like over and over like a couple times. Like, isn't not it, it kind of like is it kind of like watching like the Deer Hunter or Rec for a dream again? Like when you, you know it's gonna be disturbing when you watch it.
0: Uh, nothing is Rec for a dream. I don't know if I'll ever watch that movie again.
1: No, probably not. But I'm saying like, <laughs> <laughs> no, there's not a great. I'm not looking at that on my shelf, being like, I gotta put that in sometime soon. <laughs> uh. <laughs> But it doesn't have a similar feeling when you're going to put something on like The Exorcist. Yeah, you? it's
0: it's you have to you have to really gear up for The Exorcist. I don't know if that's I I don't know if that's an every year Halloween movie. Uh, for some people, maybe. But it yeah, there's there's just a few. There's a f- like a handful of disturbing scenes, yeah. and there's the priest and you know the crucifix that she's you know, it's just gets, it gets, it gets a little messy. So, well, it's just very airy. It's just very airy. The feel of the movie, the, the mm, tone yeah. of it.
1: Yeah. I gotcha. That's
0: yeah, I feel like it's always overcast.
1: Good, good directing.
0: It is, yeah, it is good directing.
1: Second, <laughs> so I, I could watch like the shining. That's a only real horror movie. I, I'm not sure that's really considered horror, but I, I could watch that one with that. Like I put it on. It's, I know it's like weird, but it's not like going in there. I'm going to regret this when I go in there and watch it. Like I saw like one of those Rob Zombie horror movies. I forget
0: which one it was. I think it was the first one. A thousand corpses.
1: It was the first one of those two movies, whatever the first one was.
0: What was that? Like, was that just like a thrasher blood all over the place? Yeah.
1: Creepy people doing weird things and like weird music. And like one of the scenes actually like really well done scene. It, but it disturbed the shit out of me, and I was like, I never watched it again. Like I said, what, when I saw it. I was like, I, I'll watch it again. Like it was pretty cool, and like whenever I think about it, I'm like, I don't want to put myself through that again. Like I think about the rest of the movie, like it's just weird. I mean, it's just uncomfortable shit, and you know, people getting cut up and very graphic. Like I said, that one scene was so well done. Like there was, they—I the, forget exactly what it was, but I think it was like someone like the innocent people like discovered something horrific and they're like there were grandparents or something that were doing it <laughs> and the music was like old-timey like i don't know who like what song it was but it was like weird mm-hmm. old-timey music um like 60s slow rock basically mm-hmm. not, not really old-timey and i was just it fucked me up so bad i was it just I can't watch that again
0: <sighs> why did i
1: watch that again that was horrible
0: yeah, I guess that's how rec room is. A- Exorcist, uh, Exorcist is definitely creepy. I'd say it's definitely a little uneasier than The Shining. Yeah, because the Exorcist yeah. has like a, it's a, lit- a literal twelve-year-old playing the character. Oh yeah, it's weird. And then some of the shit that just she says and does is, uh, yeah, you just can't unsee. Gotcha. But it's worth a yeah. watch. <laughs> I'd watch it again. It's not on the Requiem level. Okay. Because yeah, even know when if I, anything is,
1: even when I like to try to look at old horror movies. Now I'll do like a classic, like M. the Horror, check this Chainsaw Massacre, like those guys. But then you get to to certain movies like Exorcist, Poltergeist. You're just like, I don't know if I really want to put myself through that. It's a little different. You like you kind of know what you're getting into. I don't know if I'm. Oh,
0: camp- Poltergeist is great
1: it's not as campy though right like compared to like, uh, ho- like Halloween is like a campy kind of movie right Tex Chainsaw is yeah. a little more serious but campy
0: I, I've never seen the uh I don't think I've ever seen it one Halloween all the way through
1: I saw a couple of them
0: the Jason's Freddy's I don't think I've seen any of those all the I've way ne- through
1: I've never seen a Jason or a Freddy
0: yeah Whereas Poltergeist, I've watched multiple times. Pol- poltergeist is freaky too, not to the level of Exorcist, though.
1: Is the Exorcist, the freakiest one you've ever seen, <laughs> creepiest. Yeah. One? And it's, Pol- that- it's, Pol- it's, Pol- it's poltergeist too. Like, is that? I don't know what the ranking would be. I'm, I'm just curious.
0: Uh, the thing about poltergeist is nothing really bad happens. Okay. You know. Okay nothing just, like I don't does anybody die just, maybe it's it's the just, woman does the woman die
1: it's just like tension and like build a build up right basically
0: Polteries. yeah it's just yeah. it's a constant build up it's yeah. just constantly tension building uh but it's it, it's definitely a mind fuck okay where the exorcist, cool. exorcist is a mind fuck tension building and some bad shit happens horrific
1: okay <laughs> got it have you ever seen arachnophobia
0: no, it's the one with... Uh, is John Goodman in that?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He sure is.
0: <laughs> yep. Spiders?
1: Yeah. I don't remember much no. of it. I remember one specific part of it, but I remember one, I was like one of the only ones I watched when I was a kid.
0: I think the thing keeping me away from watching that movie would be... I feel like I have a pretty good relationship with spiders, a pretty healthy understanding. Like, I'm not scared of spiders at all. If I saw a monster one... Yes, of what course.
1: what of the Australian ones?
0: Yeah, the ones that, yeah. Have a fucking you can hear their heartbeat, those <laughs> fucking things. Um, but for the most part, like <laughs> spiders freak my wife out. For me, like, I just go kill it with a napkin. It's not a big deal. A little spider. I feel like if I watch there. that if I watch that movie, I don't want to do a one eighty and all of a sudden
1: I usually terrified. Spiders. I usually let spiders live. I don't. They well they kill the other shit.
0: I know, but I just don't like. What if it if it's in my house? I don't. I, just, I don't want it. I'm not comfortable with it being in my house.
1: That's fair. I mean, it's in the bedroom, probably. I'm killing it. Yeah, bedroom for sure. Yeah. That, but that doesn't count. That's where I sleep.
0: Yeah, you got. You don't want. To them, I want. Them, I
1: want. I'm doing the work. I want. I'm catching flies and shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, they serve their purpose. Yeah, flies, but
1: flies. I'm like, I hunt. Flies.
0: Oh, I know. Yeah, fly stink. <laughs> now you got these mosquitoes carrying shit. Uh West Again. Nile's
1: West, West Nile's back.
0: It's back. So it's slow news week. West Nile's back. Yep. Mm. So no, I've not seen arachnophobia.
1: Okay, have you seen snakes on a plane? Or do <laughs> Never you have, saw snakes. Or do you have a, a good plane? relationship with snakes. You don't want to mess with.
0: Uh. You know, with snake, uh, snakes kind of freak me out a little bit. Yeah, they're yeah.
1: I don't want to deal with a snake.
0: I don't. I, I don't. I've, I've had a couple of snakes in the property, and I'm, I'm sure they're harmless. But like, and they're little ones. They're not big.
1: Yeah, garter snakes, whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I, you know, I don't. I don't want to fuck with snakes. My number one like fear of animals is gators. That's not nothing scares me more than a gator, crocodile, <laughs> alligator
1: wait i mean gator scared when are you ever going to run into a gator never i well you go to florida sometimes
0: right oh yeah uh, i mean we were in florida back in november and and we're driving on the and uh like a, a little path for a golf cart you kind of get around in this little town on, on a cart yeah and there's like water and my in-law said like sometimes there's gators there and i was like we're not going there gator." i don't care i don't care how small those things you look into their eyes man lifeless there's no soul soul in in a gator there's no soul in a gator nothing
1: it's just like a mosquito would would jump on your arm and bite you without thinking about it
0: it's a killing machine
1: a gator would jump on your arm and rip it off
0: without thinking about it and that thing gets you that's it I can't believe your number. what freaks me out? What freaks me out more about those and like sharks, for example, a shark can't come on land.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah, that's legitimate. There's a thousand
0: percent. There's a thousand percent chance I'm not getting eaten by a shark. With a gator, I can't necessarily say that.
1: It's (laughs) true. Odds are stacked against you when it comes to the gator. If you're ever with a gator, on land, yes.
0: And a gator, and yes, you could say like a mountain lion is more terrifying, or a tiger. But like, what are the odds? We're not on a fucking safari, you know.
1: Yeah, I don't know what my number one fear is. Like, obviously, I fear all those animals. If I'm like face to face with them. I'm like scared of
0: all. My number one like fear of an animal is the gator. I would say the scariest, scariest animal.
1: Bears are tough too, man. They're big. They just kind of batter you. <sighs>
0: I mean, the bear Don't
1: be. gnaw on your head. A gator doesn't oh. bite you in half, though.
0: Oh, a wolf! A wolf would destroy you in five seconds. Yeah, a wolf could bite. A wolf could bite through bone.
1: Yeah, they go and they go right for the throat too. I feel like. Yeah, it would
0: be it would be a quick death yeah. with a wolf.
1: I feel like wolves go for the throat, and maybe lions go for the throat.
0: I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I'm scared of. Yeah, it's pretty scary. All those animals. Now that we talked about it, but It'll the be gator. Pretty-
1: be pretty badass, all but horrific way to go. Well, it
0: depends. I mean, what if you were like, like the guy who was hunting the lion?
1: That, that was wasn't a great, really that a... Was, well, he kind of had a coming, buddy. You know, even if right, it was... It,
0: it, it wasn't badass. It was just like, oh. Stupid? You hunt... Yeah, you hunted something that was clearly a better hunter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> something that fucking fought back. Right. That's uh yeah. I not, feel like
0: a ba- I feel like a bear, depending on the size of the bear, I mean, you have a better shot against the bear than all those other animals.
1: Or, yeah, I mean maybe, I don't know. They bears run uphill or downhill or something, you kick them in the nose. I don't know. They still seem like
0: Yeah, they're fast too, bears, right?
1: If you know, they get on top of you, like you're fucked.
0: You're not they kicking climb a, trees.
1: You're not kicking a bear off of you. Yeah, I'm not reversing it against the bear.
0: I guess I'd have to see a bear. Like if I ever saw a bear, then that maybe they would. Yeah, I'm sure. Why? I'm sure. Like go up, feet, go up the rankings. Eight feet tall,
1: maybe something like that. Like you saw a bear in The Revenant.
0: Oh yeah, that bear. That's that's yeah. <laughs> uh, that's. Yeah, tough. I,
1: don't know, I don't know what my number one fear is. Snakes are t- snakes as you don't know they sneak sneak up on you get you in the ankle or something
0: you ever see anaconda oh, j-lo john Boy, yeah. ice oh, cube yeah. oh yeah mm-hmm. that'll terrify you yep. snakes a little bit those snakes are fucking huge
1: though no, <laughs> I'm like... anaconda gets gets a, you get an anaconda in a in their power spot you're fucked i mean it's
0: like... right but again the, an anaconda like it's like what, South America, Africa, where anacondas.
1: Right, no, I know. Yours is based more on logic of that's the one that you actually have a chance of running into.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are bears d- are around here now, so maybe bears should shoot up the power rankings.
1: Do we talk about this? Like what to do if we saw a coyote like in our yard?
0: Oh, man, I don't know. Do you, man, do you which, know what, what you to do? do?
1: I don't no. know. We should have a little PSA here. I don't know if you make noise or run away. I think you're supposed to
0: make noise if there's a bear.
1: I feel like I've heard that, too. They They also say
0: lock your doors, which is, like, obvious.
1: (laughs) Same thing with coyotes is do not run from a coyote. Like a dog, I think you're playing, right? come after you. Shout or throw something in its direction. Do not run away. Do not play victim if you can help it.
0: So if you, uh, yeah, man, I wonder if I'd be good enough to actually do that in that situation.
1: Imagine you threw
0: something at it, and then he came at you. Fuck, that didn't work. (laughs) Just pissed him off. I would,
1: I would be sure to get an armful of shit. I wouldn't just throw one thing. I'd have a cachet if I could get whatever I could get next to me.
0: Just start throwing the kitchen sink at him.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Are
0: coyotes just stone-cold killers? They just want to fuck you up?
1: I don't think they're that bad. Maybe it's rabid. I don't think yeah. coyotes really attack people that much.
0: Dogs? They attack dogs? Small no, they will eat, eat
1: dogs, yeah. They'll go after dogs and shit. Fucking coyotes. I think I... You know coyotes see the dogs. He's like... You know, they go by the house at night or something. They smell the dog inside. It was like that motherfucker. Yeah, hands in that piece of shit, that that domesticated pussy, <laughs> yeah. and I'll fucking rip them to shreds.
0: They're like dogs from the other side of the track. Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. <laughs> and you know your poor dog can't handle it because they, you know, they have taken care of their whole life. They haven't been on the fence for their for themselves in the wild. Yeah,
0: they go to the poor school. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yep, it's fucking...
0: They go to the schools with the metal detectors when you walk in. Those are the coyotes. Yeah. Dogs get that pampered, you know, rich, rich kid.
1: Yeah, they're wearing the
0: private they're, school.
1: They're wearing the collar button downs and those like knee shorts.
0: Prep. Yeah, cr- cruel intentions. Yeah. Uh, yep. Fucking Sebastian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, it's coming, man. They're they're sniffing around for them. <laughs> Uh, But, yeah, I don't think they attack people that much. I don't know about, like, foxes and shit like that. I don't know about that.
0: I think I've seen a fox before. I think foxes are, like, just chill. Yeah, I not think I'm
1: going to do anything. Um, You know, yeah, be careful. Because last year, there was a skunk that would come through our yard uh, and smelled a couple times. And one time, I saw it kind of... I just It was like 1.30 in the morning. It was just perfect timing. I just kind of put my flashlight outside because it's real dark out here. So I put my flashlight through the window, and there's a skunk. So I don't know what I was thinking, but I opened the back door to go, like, check it out. Oh, that's terrible. Just kind of watch it. It didn't do do anything. And then, like, I put, like, my flashlight on it. And as soon as I did, like, you see its tail kind of creep up. I was like, nope, that's a bad idea. And I just turned around and went back inside. But like they react to you, to the, they make the wrong move, it's just, it's just gonna react. The only way he knows how. Didn't the spray, it, did, it, did, it didn't spray, but like I was like, oh yeah, what am I doing? It's a fucking skunk. What I think was gonna happen.
0: And if you get a direct spray, it's the worst. It, it'll linger forever. Oh, we it'll, about- it'll linger in your house for a month.
1: Did you say you got hit, or just the dog got hit?
0: dog got hit but i mean i may as well have got it <laughs> it's like you just carry it with you're gonna show up to work and people are gonna be like ah, uh. skunk <laughs> oh, no. and then you're gonna have to explain that it's you it <laughs> smells like shit <laughs> how long did
1: you go to work smelling like skunk
0: oh man i mean a couple days i feel like uh. But there's nothing, I mean, there's nothing you can do. And when it's a direct hit and it's like in your fucking house, in your living room, it's it's beyond a skunk smell. It, it's it like it infiltrates your pores. And like I feel like it hits your eyes almost like a tear gas. That's
1: in <laughs> it's, the house. I didn't mean to spray directly with it. It's just like secondary,
0: secondary spray. Yeah, I mean it's like the dog gets sprayed, and then the dog obviously comes right inside, and the dog like is all fucked up, can't see because you know <laughs> right in the face, Jesus. and the smell is so intense, it's like it is like a tear gas. It's like oh. your face like scrunches up, and you're like, ah. Oh, so what? Tear gas.
1: <laughs> That was an incredible face. If you see Aunt Paul, be sure you ask him to do the tear gas face again because that was incredible. The
0: skunk tear gas I'm face. Gonna yeah, I like, oh. actually have to.
1: I, I never, I never used the video recordings of this, but I actually have to use that and take a picture of that.
0: That was great. <laughs> that was an uh, amazing.
1: That was an amazing impression. Jazz Jim Carrey esque.
0: Yeah. Right. The mask. Just uh, um, like his
1: impressions, like on his face. Yeah, yeah. in living color. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, fireman <laughs> bomb, Bill.
0: Uh, yeah, it's 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 very intense, and it yeah, goes it, from it goes from like it's it's not even so much a skunk smell at that point when it's hits you that close. It's yeah. it's like I I don't even know what I would compare it to, like a rotten fucking vinegar or something. Ugh. It's just yeah. Ugh.
1: Yeah, I didn't, re- I didn't really think that, but that makes sense. Dude, Steve came right in. He got sprayed and came right in. Like, you know, there's no delay. Like, no no time to, to shake a little bit of it off.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's horrible if a dog got sprayed. Oh. Fucks, fucks up everything.
1: Yeah, it's gross. All right, watch out for skunks. Watch out for coyotes. Move slowly away from skunks. There's your mm. PSA. Um, do you <laughs> this is a dumb question? How much have you followed up on any of the uh Tiger King cast?
0: <laughs> Tiger is that that was a Netflix show, yeah? I never watched it, so really, No, nah, that was you think- that was the one where uh, whoa, okay, turn that off. What was that? Uh, uh some Google video, I don't know. Google video, all right, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: one of those google videos <laughs> that nobody's ever heard of
0: all right grandpa plays guitar oh
1: oh uh, wow so you oh well wow, shit so these didn't make sense for some reason i thought you had seen it during pand- I thought everybody watched it during the pandemic
0: no nah, i didn't i it's never i never got the uh the urge it was a dumb shit
1: it was a very dumb show everyone was saying it'd be amazing if you just like one day like, showed up someplace, we're like, Yeah, I finally caught up with the Tiger King. <laughs> wanted, wanted to talk Tiger King three years later.
0: People would have no idea. It's already, already went in their brain and out the other side.
1: Oh, you don't know, you have to tell me specifics, but did you do you know anything about it besides the Tiger and a dude that like ran for president at some point and went to jail?
0: I didn't even know he went to jail. He was gay, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, I married a dude.
0: And it wasn't there... and a chick. I forget what he did. Wasn't there uh, someone fed someone to a tiger?
1: Right. Carol Raskin or Carol Baskin.
0: That's she, all I know. That's the gist.
1: That's the only part you need to know. And I'll be quick about this because if you don't know, i no, no use lingering on it. But she was accused of killing her husband and feeding him to tigers. Um, she's it, of course, but they don't know where the guy – they never found this guy. Never found his body. Never found him. So there's all kinds of rumors, you know, as it went on, whatever. Somebody at work today, this comes up for some reason, It comes up at work today, and they tell me, oh, they found the husband in Costa Rica or something. I was like, what? I was like, no, they didn't find the kind of big news that they actually found the husband. There's no way. So I Googled <laughs> it, and there was like one article from I don't know how long ago. It was in January, I think, of this year, actually. And it was like the source of saying that they found the husband was the woman who was accused of killing. So oh. Carol, Carol Raskin was the source saying that he was alive and well in Costa Rica. Like that's not, that's not a, just cause it was a headline. doesn't mean it happened. Like read what we, what, th- what do you think happened? Why tell you tell why you me this doofus, this doofus is alive?
0: She's her own alibi. It's genius. It's like, no, I saw him over over there.
1: (laughs) Nobody's buying it, though, from what I can tell. He's good. But, I mean, Jesus Christ, Tommy is bullshit. I was pissed. He was wasting (laughs) wasting three minutes of my day, like, looking this up and reading through two articles to be sure.
0: And they passed it off, like, yeah, no, it happened. (sighs) He's in Costa Rica, alive and well.
1: Yeah, spreading rumors. Clearing the good name of Carol Raskin. (laughs) <laughs> She's lunatic. She by the, and you don't need to watch it. Yet. She absolutely did it. She absolutely killed her husband. She did. One hundred percent. I've no doubt in my mind. I know it's it's one thing I remember from that show is that and how she, is that, how does
0: how does the guy fit in the Tiger King?
1: It's like his Tiger whatever arena housing whatever you want to fucking call it, and her Tiger compound compound were like kind of rivals. I think. I don't think like different states or whatever. Maybe both. Is this Texas. in Texas? Yeah, I think they might. Have been. He might have been Florida though. He might have been back and forth.
0: I know people in Texas like owning tigers. I know that's their thing.
1: It's a great thing to be a fan of. <laughs> owning tigers. What's wrong with you people? Just return it. Send it back where you got it. Get your money back. Spend your yeah. money any other way.
0: Africa. Come on.
1: But yeah, they were they were like competing compounds or whatever. I think. And that's why she was on the show. So they would like kind of talk shit about each other. She did this. He did this. You know, whatever. There's some weird guy from Vegas came in. Was like a Vegas tiger guy. So he has much different personality than these ass backward hicks. This is very <laughs> weird. It's very weird. Not. I do not recommend watching it.
0: No. I, yeah. I, I got enough. <laughs> right now. You're good, yeah, yeah. That's send enough. the tiger, send the tiger back.
1: Yeah, and they did like a sec. That thing fizzled so quick. That 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 was a fad. Like new Coke was a fad, or like clear Coke was a fad. Because they did oh, a, they did a, they did a second season of it, which I don't think anybody watched.
0: And Wait, they, what they- was this Tiger King? Oh, I thought we were talking about Coke now. It's like what, no, they did a season on Coke.
1: No, no, no. I'm saying like it fizzled out like that because they did like a second season that nobody watched. I think they made two movies about it, like with actors.
0: They, yeah, that's, I mean, that's aggressive.
1: Like two separate movies, not like one in a sequel, two separate movies. Yeah. And not like anybody saw those movies.
0: I think they overestimated the popularity of Tiger King.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It it was, uh, it fizzled is the only word I could think of was a dying star
0: from the get-go. Speaking of new Coke, I had a fountain diet Coke over the weekend that was delicious. There you go. McDonald's. Is there something special about they do something special to their uh DCs over there?
1: It's a good it's a good chance. It's a good chance to do something, but it might just be the fountain of it. You know? Yeah. The fountain aspect of it. Plus, they load it up with the ice. What'd you get? You got fries with it?
0: No, nope, but it's got a Diet Coke. I, I was craving a fucking fountain Diet Coke. Went, got one.
1: Did you Need to get an apple pie or, any, or attempt to get any food
0: there? Well, I was making, uh, it was just like, this is Sunday, like around five o'clock, and I was making burgers at home with tots. I feel like the fries would have been a little bit of an aggressive move.
1: You get a medium, I fr- there. It seems like something you, Get a medium fry, just
0: right. Try. I mean, it's down the street though. It's not like I was passing through. No,
1: uh... I, <laughs> I think of like Sylvia. I remember Sylvia eating the fries in Sopranos. One episode, he was just kind of sitting in a chair, just picking at a at a carton of fries.
0: Like yeah, if I you go this. to if you go to McDonald's, is, it, is a Diet Coke automatic? The fountain. Following...
1: No. no, I'll do like a regular
0: Coke. Oh, okay. I thought you were.
1: Or I'll do a Sprite because uh Mister Belong gets a Sprite.
0: <laughs> okay they, i would do i would do just i would do that or i would get the orange uh high c but i think i've, I've oh, i'm strictly in on the diet coke now
1: and i think i'm only coke and Sprite.
0: oh so you don't do diet coke at all
1: no nah, i like diet coke but if i'm if i'm at, if I'm at mcdonald's i'm like
0: just getting a real thing Okay. I didn't. Okay. What about uh, in the house? I
1: don't even smoke Marlboro Lights after a McDonald's. They have Marlboro Reds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the oh, house. So, oh, so you're, you're, you're Coke over diet. Like if you could snap your fingers and have one in front of you, it's Coke.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: I, I prefer the diet.
1: Uh, Well, you know, I prefer a glass bottle Coke.
0: Okay. Like
1: from Mexico, like those are the best ones. They do something special to those. It's like real cane sugar in there.
0: Do you have any unopened?
1: Here, no. Sometimes I, I, I do sometimes I do. I'll get a few, but like I don't have I don't ever have like six of them in the house.
0: I, I used to have like a collectible one it was Super Bowl mm. 30 or something. Cowboys Bill's something like that. Um, but yeah, the glass bottles, obviously. When was the last time you saw one of those like machines?
1: With the glass the, bottles,
0: the
1: bot- yeah. Oh, I have to be on vacation someplace. I don't know where or when. But Down you, south. Yeah, yeah. You, well, you see one like in a in an old school toy store or something like that.
0: Or like an old school, like rest Andy stop shop. gas station.
1: i be. I don't know if I see them there. It's like you're kind of going out of your way. I think if you're seeing those, in if you're seeing those in a gas station, yeah, not in the main highway.
0: <laughs> no, nah, you're off the beaten path.
1: Uh, man, remember I told you a couple weeks ago I got like vanilla cokes and stuff, and I brought them home. Yeah, I still have a cherry coke. I did an unopened cherry coke in my fridge.
0: So, so you like, don't do don't, any diet soda if you get soda?
1: No, I don't. I don't think I drink enough soda. Like I just feel like I'm gonna have.
0: Oh, if you have soda, I'm do you're doing the real?
1: Yeah, I'll do a diet coke, but I think diet coke is more like a hangover drink. I'd rather have like that in the morning if I wanted to have something like that. I don't know why, but that's a diet coke is like a day after thing for me.
0: Breakfast, breakfast hangover.
1: Yeah, ice cold diet coke on the way to work if you're in a bad way. Mm -hmm. Yep.
0: Yeah, I agree. There you
1: go. All right, we got a minute left.
0: Pretty good show, I thought. Thought yeah, we, we finished did, right.
1: yeah, yeah, nice show. Good show. Good show all around. <laughs> We're gonna give ourselves pats in the back. Um, anything big this weekend?
0: Uh, no, I think the going to the concert on Saturday. I think. Uh,
1: Yanks Marlins.
0: If Yank, yeah, if I could pull myself away from Yanks Marlins.
1: <laughs> all right. Well. Thanks for spending the time with us here at Sunday Poor. We'll be back here next week. Getting closer to two weeks. Uh, and What do you got, buddy?
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we will check in on you next week. Until then, peace.